Here I go, watch me now. What is going on everyone? Good day, good afternoon, good evening to the world. It is I, your buddy Mortimer, the magic man main. We're back again with another couple tracks, a new artist in the seas as we work our way through the vinyl collection. This is gonna be a good one, man. I already learned a lot today, so I am excited to share. Before we get to that though, first let me just give a shout out to all the particle physicists in the world, okay? Doing such great work out there, you know? Trying to boil it all down to the smallest particles and see what going with that. To the particle physicists out there, I say keep doing that thing. Let's smash that standard model, okay? Let's get into the new physics. Let's get this money. We're just a couple years away now, all right? Okay, we are talking about Johnny Cash today. You ever heard of that guy? John R. Cash. Man in Black walked the earth from 1932 to 2003. R.I.P. Johnny. This guy was more like the man of black and white, good and bad. He had a checkered past life legacy, I'll say. But uh, I think overall it was good. After 72 years, he died. And that was the same year that his wife of 35 years, June Carter, died. Just within a couple months of each other after 35 years, wow. He was born in Arkansas and rose to prominence with Sun Records along with Elvis Presley, who I will just be referring to as Elvis for the rest of this show. Jerry Lee Lewis, others in Memphis, Tennessee back in the 1950s. I've been to Memphis, it's a nice place. 
Johnny Cash sold 90 million records worldwide. He spanned the genres. You can hear in his stuff, you will hear country, rock, rockabilly, which he was an early example of, helped bring that sound to prominence, as well as blues, folk, and gospel. And arguments can be made for others, so wow, that's a lot of genres. This guy, did you know Johnny was in the, the Air Force? Before he started his career as a musician, did you see the movie Walk the Line? You should probably just check it out. It's, it's got a lot of good, it's got a lot of juice in there. It's mostly pure juice. When he was in the Air Force, he worked at a, as a Morse code operator, recording intercepted Soviet signals while stationed in Landsberg, West Germany. Apparently. <laughs> Morse code, man, in my military career, I'm so glad I had never had to learn that bullshit. Anyways, okay, so that's the overview on Johnny. So we are going to be listening to two songs today. Now, the first one, Folsom City Blues. Folsom Prison Blues. We've already talked about it on this show. I think we've talked about it two times, and this is the first time I'm playing any Johnny Cash. So think about that probably a pretty important song right so pay attention to the lyrics you might even know them already i shot a man in reno just to watch him die when i heard this song i was definitely a kid and it gave me my idea of johnny cash okay it it left an impression on me and i don't remember exactly how it went but it, it probably would have been something like this you know mom or dad i just heard this song who is it by? Like, oh, that's Johnny Cash. Did he really blast on some guy in Reno just to watch him die? And, and someone's probably like, no, that's just pretend. It was just for the song. And then as a kid, I, I would be like, yeah, right. That's probably just some shit parents say to make the kids feel safe, you know? So I was like, I bet you he did blast on somebody and he did go to jail. Because like I said, it wasn't until I saw the documentary in the uh, 2000s that I first realized, I was like, holy shit, he, he never actually went to jail and therefore like he never actually blasted on someone. So, Johnny knew what he was doing with that, okay? He was telling a story with those lyrics. He was leaving it up to the people to decide if it was real or not. According to the, the movie, the film, Johnny could not get his first record made for free well on behalf of not for free on behalf of the record company because sam phillips at sun records didn't want to record gospel anymore didn't want to sell gospel records so he told johnny to come back with something you know a little bit more uh i don't know rock and roll spicy so johnny went home and wrote a song called cry 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 which you should listen to if you haven't heard it. it's about uh his girlfriend that's running around on him sam phillips was like okay that sounds good that's spicy let's do it in the movie like it shows this happening but the song that he comes back with is Folsom prison blues so the song was actually cry 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 his next record his second record with two songs on it was Folsom pretty blue prison blues which we'll be listening to I think it's pretty funny though that he he couldn't get the record made. It's the same artist, same abilities playing the guitar and singing. Just singing about different stuff in maybe a little bit different style. So he was going from gospel where they wouldn't make his record and then he comes back with a song about how, you know, he he murdered someone in cold blood and then got incarcerated, locked up in one of America's most notorious prisons, and the record sold, and uh, everyone was happy. 
And like I already discussed, <laughs> nobody knew if it was true or not, really, unless you knew Johnny Cash. And most of the people who heard the song, you're just gonna believe it, you know? Ain't that some shit? Let's listen to the song. This is legendary track of legend Johnny Cash frontin' with Folsom City Blues. Folsom Prison Blues. Jesus. I hear the train a-comin', it's rollin' around the bend, and I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when I'm stuck in Folsom Prison and time keeps Dragging on But that train keeps rolling On down to San Antonio When I was just a baby My mama told me, son Always be a good boy Don't ever play with guns But I shot a man in Reno Just to watch him die When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and cry. Cash, Johnny Cash, Johnny be good. Johnny was as good as he was, man. He was addicted to booze and pills, pills, pills. Pills for a long time, prescription drugs, amphetamines, barbiturates, uppers, and downers, okay? We're talking beans, chunk, cartwheels, greenies, horse heads, French Blues, Jelly Babies, Little Bombs, Peaches, Pixies, Sweeties, Speed, Wheel, Truck Drivers, Zoomers, Yellows, Reds, Blues, Twosies, Rainbows, Yellow Jackets, Downers, Bluebirds, all of that, okay? On the daily, for decades. 
Jun used to have to flush his stash when he got too crazy. He got arrested for these prescription pills, but get this, because they weren't yet a controlled substance, he didn't have to go to jail. <laughs> At the same time that people were getting locked up for marijuana cigarettes. Johnny didn't like Nixon, didn't like the war in Vietnam, loved Jesus, this guy. He was baptized in a river. So he never went to Folsom Prison, but he was in jail, uh, overnight stays in jail seven times for just drinking and drugging and partying. No real prison time though, for the final time I'll mention that. He was an activist, he was a fighter for indigenous rights and the plight of the uh, American, North American indigenous people on the whole. Apparently Johnny believed that his paternal grandmother was a full-blooded Cherokee, making him one-quarter Cherokee. He held this belief his whole life, and so consider this, he died before widespread commercial home DNA genetic ancestry tests were available. But apparently his daughter took one of the tests and she showed no markings to indicate any North American ancestry and therefore Johnny could not have had any either himself. But he just believed what he had been told by his parents or grandparents. And then later, science, pretty easy to understand science, proves otherwise. So isn't that interesting? Now that is not to say that that takes away at all from the legitimacy of any of his indigenous rights activism, of course. He was down for the cause, this guy, all right? So do your own research on that, please. Here's a fun fact before we get into the next song. Johnny Cash was once kicked and injured by an ostrich. Let's hear a big tune. This was a big one. This was that uh, driving sound. This, this is rockabilly. This is Johnny Cash at his best, in my opinion. Let's get into it. Get rhythm, good advice. Get 
Well, I sat down to listen to the shoeshine boy, and I thought I was gonna jump with joy. Slapped on a shoe polish, left and right, he took his shoeshine rag and he held it tight. He stopped once to wipe the sweat away, I said, you mighty little boy to be a-working that way. He said, I like it with a big wide grin, kept on a-poppin' and he said again, get rhythm. When you get the blues, come on, get rhythm. When you get the blues, it only costs a dime just a nickel a shoe. It does a million dollars worth of good for you. Get rhythm. When you get the blues. Okay, so there he was, the man in black. Dig this. Early interviews had Johnny Cash saying, Oh, yeah, we wore black because um, him and the Tennessee 2, his backing band, that was the only color shirt that they had that matched. That's what they said in the movie. In other articles, interviews, he said, Oh, I like wearing black because it's easiest color to keep clean when you're on the road and you don't have time to do a lot of laundry and stuff like that. And then Cash later said that he wore black on behalf of the poor and hungry, the prisoner who has paid his time, and those who have been betrayed by age or drugs. So it was kind of like, it reminded me of when, uh, it reminded me of how my friend Chains and I used to wonder, why is Nelly all of a sudden wearing that Band-Aid on his face? And then one day Paul was like, yo, so I saw an interview with Nelly, and the interviewer was like, hey Nelly, why are you wearing this Band-Aid on your face all of a sudden? And Nelly said, I'm wearing this band-aid on my face because my my brother is locked down. So, you know. And then Paul told me that story and he's like, so what the hell does that mean? I was like, I don't know. But now I do. <laughs> okay, so there we have it. Wasn't that fun? Will there be more Johnny Cash? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. That's gonna be it for today though, my friends. So, I'm gonna leave you with this with this okay how much you know about probability do you remember that from school the laws of probability did you know that there are more suns in our local galaxy the milky way galaxy than there are grains of sand on the earth and further to that did you know that our universe our perceived universe is composed of like millions of galaxies. <laughs> so if our sun can support nine planets, one of them with, you know, life for sure, what's the probability that any of those other suns would be able to support life on any of their planets as well? Hmm, probably pretty good, right? Isn't that just the math? <laughs> All right, everyone, I hope you learned a lot today and I hope you retain at least some of it. And I really hope you're able to use it someday, okay? Maybe you can even go ahead and pass it on to someone else. That's what I'm talking about when I say each one teach one, baby. Don't worry that it's the end of the show today because we're going to be back tomorrow in less than 24 hours with some more of this pow, 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 this pion, 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 the good stuff, all right? The pure juice or the purest juice that I could squeeze out for y'all, all right? My friends, so bring it back one time back to the lounge here tomorrow and I'll be back with some more. But until then, I will see you tomorrow. Get rhythm, baby. Peace.